Back in episode 31 with Josh Hobbs, the Steve Jobs of cannabis, he said the CBD industry is a sea full of pirate ships. To me, this means there's a lot of companies out there that do want to help people with their cannabis products, but there's also a lot of companies out there that just want to make money. And that's where Austin Floor Shoes from True Potency comes in. Austin reached out to us and was very passionate, and he still is, about wanting to tell the world about how the label on your CBD or hemp product may not tell you exactly what's in there, especially in an era where there is minimum regulation in this market. Having a company like True Potency that rigorously tests outside products to let the public know the truth is very beneficial to anyone who is looking at CBD or hemp-derived products to try for the first time or even to those of us who have been in the market for a while. So sit back, relax, and learn a few things from Austin Floor Shoots. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody, to another fabulous episode of Cannabinerns. I am David. Rachel's over here. We have our producer, Whiskey, the cat in the closet, listening in. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, today we have Austin. He's the director of science at True Potency. He specializes in neuroscience, pain, opioids, pharmacology, cannabinoids, cannabis, the whole lot. And we're very privileged to have him on here today. But one thing I want to say, first, Austin, thank you for being here. And what inspired you to get into the cannabis industry? Yeah, so that, that was kind of a, a winding road. Thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity to, to talk to all your listeners. Um, but in undergrad, I studied behavioral neuroscience and became really interested in the brain. And I actually joined a lab um, working with the salvia plant. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is a, a hallucinogenic plant. Um, and our goal was to actually extract the main compound out of there and do some chemistry on it and actually change it into a way to make non-addictive painkillers. Um, and so that was kind of some of my undergrad. And I kind of took some of those similar concepts to graduate school um, where I did neuroscience. And the lab that I focused on was looking at um, pain. And one of the main ways that we treat pain now is with opioids and we obviously have a huge opioid epidemic going on with a lot of addiction and and death rates associated with opioids. And so finding alternatives to opioids um, is, is a big, um, you know, route of research for a lot of people right now because it's a huge need. Um, And in this graduate school lab, we actually worked with opioids, including CBD and THC as well. Um, And so that's kind of my transition into the cannabis side of things. And I, basically right after grad school, um, transitioned into this current position here with True Potency. So that's kind of my route to um, where I am today. That's interesting, the the salvia plant. I do remember that, actually. I remember that, you know, in the younger days and being crazy and young and dumb. And trying to find something. Yeah. yeah. That's I, it was like legal. You could go buy it. Yeah. 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 Other, other plants have medicinal value besides uh, cannabis as well. So. Okay. So just explain to us uh, what true potency is and maybe what uh, your guys's mission statement and mantra and goals are. Yeah. So kind of the short of it is we're a retailer and a resource for CBD wellness um, so what we do, uh, we're a multi-brand retailer, which means we have a lot of different brands. We don't make any products ourselves, but we kind of came to being from this idea that there's essentially a lot of 
crap out in the CBD market right now. Um, there's many studies out there and tests looking at um, anywhere from you know 20 to 40 percent of CBD products are accurately labeled, meaning that 60 to 80 percent of products out there are mislabeled. Ooh. So that means that if you go out there and get say a thousand milligram tincture, um, it might only have let's say 500 milligrams of CBD in it, or maybe that CBD shot or beverage that you go get actually doesn't have any CBD in it at all. Um, Wow. And so that's where we kind of came to be is to try to provide quality CBD products to um, people by doing testing process, um, because a lot, right now there's really no rules and regulations. And so there's really no big repercussions for those companies who aren't testing their products and aren't making sure that what's on the label is actually on the label. Um, and, you know, that's not to say that every other product that we don't sell is, is bad. Uh, we just want to put the extra testing into um, quality brands that we believe in um, and verify that they are quality and then make those available to people to, for purchase. From, from our personal research, we're, we're kind of on point with some of those, those other people that are kind of finding, um, you know, I would say about 70% of products that we find are mislabeled. Um, so it's a very high percentage. Um, and now our, our ratio, there are, Variance, we give them 10%. So that would be for a thousand milligram tincture, um, anywhere from 900 to 1100 would be uh, sufficient. Um, but after that, you know, you don't want too little. I mean, think about getting 20% less, you know, that kind of feels like a ripoff, right? right? And if you're using this as a medication, you can kind of think of it potentially as like a Tylenol or ibuprofen where, you know, you don't want 20% more Tylenol that could, depending on the medication you're taking, could also be dangerous. So Trying to have good accuracy there is, is definitely important, um, especially for people who, who are using this as medicine. Explain to us, take us through how you test these. What uh, procedures do you have? Do you have a third-party test or do you do it in-house? Uh, explain to all of us how your processes are. As the science guy, it would be awesome to test in-house. I would definitely enjoy that. Um, but to kind of take some of the bias out of the systems there, there are, you know, big labs around the country. Um, they're ISO certified, but the process starts by reaching out to a company and we will essentially, um, just get one of their standard products off the shelf, um, of, of whatever, um, different types of products they have. They come as any customer would receive them. And we would actually take those and blind them. Um, so we take all the, the, packaging off of it. It goes into a, a completely different container with a, just a barcode on it. And we send that to a third-party lab. Um, now we use a few different labs, but all of them now are ISO certified, um, which is a certification that essentially gives a lot more weight to these um, analytical testing labs. But these are all well-established from kind of the medical marijuana um, market and the recreational marijuana market now. Um, so they're used to testing, you know, cannabis based products. Um, now hemp and CBD based products can be a little bit different. You know, you're getting into capsules and tablets and bath bombs and some of these other weird, um, pillows. kind of forms of, of <laughs> cannabis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, pillows and now toilet paper, I'm sure. Oh <laughs> so we, we send those to the lab and we essentially verify with that lab. They're, you know, they're, they're an unbiased and they have no idea what product it is. And we essentially verify those test results. So 
we do want to make sure that the cannabinoid content is correct. So it doesn't have CBD, the correct amount of CBD in there. We're also looking for other interesting things. Like if it's a full spectrum product is what other interesting cannabinoids are in there and what terpenes do I have as well? And these kind of all lead to the certain flavor and experience that a product might give you. Um, now they're all also you know, safety tests we want to do because um, sometimes pesticides or heavy metals um, can get, get left over from the plant that was grown in the field. Um, so that's a fairly common test that is done in you know, the medical marijuana industry where you just want to make sure that there's no um, heavy metals, pesticides, other um, bacteria or anything kind of left over from the actual plant itself. Um, so we not only do we want to make sure it's labeled correctly, we want to make sure there's no uh, bad stuff in there too. The cannabis plant, as far as we know, has about 480, 500 compounds naturally. You know, all the terpenes, flavonoids, canaflavins, uh, and cannabinoids, mm-hmm. of course. Do you know with any varied tincture that comes into your testing facilities, what is the total constituent count for those derived products? Yeah, so we can kind of look at that. Um, now we can't look at the 480 or so. Most of these labs are testing anywhere from about 12 to 18 cannabinoids and anywhere from about 15 to 40 terpenes. And we only know of one lab that's actually testing flavonoids currently. Um, And I think they test for four different flavonoids in the plant. Okay. Um, So you can get a a pretty good idea. Um, And most of these other, you know, 480 products, we we really don't even know what what they do. So knowing that they're there is, you know, it's not useless. It's interesting to know that they're there, but to kind of, you know, if, if something has this cannabinoid called CBL in there and we have, no research on CBL. Well, do you want to take that or not for pain or for sleep or for anxiety? Well, you don't know. Um, and so it's interesting to see, but from um, an effect standpoint, it's not great, but the panels that we do get give us most of the major ones that we know of and actually have research around. So obviously THC and CBD, but some other interesting ones that are kind of popping up is like CBG, CBC, CBN, even some of the the variants, so CBDV and THCV, um, are show up on all these tests. And then some of the major terpenes would be like myrcene, linalool, uh, limonene, beta carophylline. Some of the, some of these like that that we really have a better feel on on how they actually affect the human body. So it's not only that some of the what we're saying the 60 percent 70 percent of uh products that you get are mislabeled Uh, it even goes one step further where when you're testing it the testing facilities that we have now don't even test for every constituent in the cannabis plant or in in any individual product i find that really fascinating yeah that's exactly right um now i mean there's there's a few labs in the world that would basically be able to do this. Um, one of them is out of Israel and I actually um, got to hear one of the that gentlemen uh, from the lab talk at the University of Arizona here and it was really fascinating. Um, but he's one of the pioneers of actually isolating and, and describing all these compounds. Um, so they actually found one fairly recently, a few, I would say a few months ago, you might have seen it in the news. So THCP and CBDP. And that got a lot of news because 
um, theoretically, THCP is binding to the CB1 receptor about 30 times stronger than THC. And so people are like, oh, well, that's going to get you extra high. So people are kind of looking at that like, uh, oh, that's interesting, right? You know, with this lack of accountability that there is and lack of regulation, how do we as consumers know which products to pick? I mean, I think it's it's so challenging right now <laughs> to try and find the right ones. Do you have any recommendations on what we can look for and how to know what we're getting? Yeah, yeah no, I completely understand. Um, that's that's one of the issues right now. It's a scary you know, business out there for the consumer. Um, and one of the major things is looking for a COA. And this is a certificate of analysis. And it essentially is a, a proof that the product went through that testing procedure that I kind of talked about. So it went to one of these labs and they put it through cannabinoid and terpene testing. Um, and it will list whatever tests are on there. Now, all of our products, we, we list all of that information and you have available to download that on every product page um, on our website. Now, it's not to say that other companies aren't doing this, um, but it's not a requirement. So only a, a handful of some of the major companies are really doing this. But checking for a certificate of an analysis is the kind of your first um, step of saying, oh, this company is actually interested in testing their product and making sure um, it is what it says it is. Now it's a whole other ballgame. They might have a, a COA and it's completely different than the product that they have there. And so there's a lot of shadiness. Um, so they might actually show the certificate for the isolate or the distillate that went into making the tincture or the capsules, but they're not verifying that their final product is actually correct. Or maybe they did send it into the lab. They found out that it wasn't right. And so they don't want to share that with people. Um, as you said, there's no rules and regulations there. Yeah. And so that company doesn't have any repercussions of showing you that or not. Um, and so it is a bit scary for their out there for consumers where um, even these companies can essentially kind of fake you out. Um, and that's kind of where we tried to come in. Um, you know, we're not making any of our own products. Uh, we have no bias towards any of these. We're just trying to find good products out there. And so we're trying to kind of double check and verify these companies. Um, and that vetting process starts by us. We usually won't even talk to a company if they don't have COAs you know, publicly available because um, if a company doesn't have that, it, it already kind of brings in the question um, their quality control aspect of their product is uh, the question of what is actually in the product. Is it what it says it is? Um, and so we're trying to kind of bring a little bit more confidence to the consumer, essentially. Do you come across any tests that have any uh, chemical residue from the extraction process, such as... Like uh, butane or CO2? Yeah, butane, CO2, any of that. Does that come across in the testing or do they even test for that? Yeah, so they do test for that and it's called residual solvents. And most labs will test for uh, about 20 different residual solvents. So you know, like isopropanol, um, like you said, butane, ethanol, um, some, some other ones as well. Um, so that's a part of the safety testing along with the heavy metals and pesticides to make sure there's no residual solvents from extraction. Um, and so that that is um, something that we run as well. Is it pretty common to find a lot of the residual in there? Honestly, no, um, not at all. Um, most of the time we see a, a very low amount of, we've only seen a, a couple with like pesticides, a couple with heavy metals. Um, now the interesting thing is that some topicals will actually use 
certain alcohols in there. So isopropanol or ethanol sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so those will actually, you know, look like it failed, but it's actually an ingredient in the product and it's meant to be there. Now, obviously you wouldn't be ingesting these lotions or sprays, whatever they would be. Um, But a very small percentage that we see. And we think that part of that too is we do try to vet the the companies that we talk to ahead of time. Right. Um, So we want to try to make sure that they're legitimate. Um, it, because we are taking on most of this cost ourselves, it would really be nice to essentially be able to just grab, you know, there's thousands of brands out there, you know, maybe one new brand a week and kind of look at, you know, is it good? Is it not? Unfortunately, the, the cost for that would end up kind of skyrocketing. So we kind of just want to highlight, um, ones that we found and that we, we believe in that are, um, both safe and legitimate in their labeling. Do you have like a tiered system? Like this company is rated number one. This is the best company we found all the way down to your threshold of what you keep and what you don't. Have I got a tiered system like that? We, we have a tiered system, but it's not by company. So we do something interesting. We, we've kind of come up with an algorithm um, where we mentioned some of those other compounds and we have some research on those other compounds. And so we score them based on what we think their effect might be. So we have categories such as sleep, soreness, stress, um, things like that. And so, for instance, if we had a CBD tincture and it had CBN and THC along with myrcene and linalool, um, the algorithm would kind of look at that and say, well, CBN and THC are kind of sleepy sedatives and so is myrcene. That's associated with cou- the couch lock strains as well as linalool, which okay. comes from lavender and is kind of known to be... Um, relaxing and, and kind of get you to sleep at night. And so that combination will make that product kind of score higher in sleep. And so that's how it's kind of tiered that we have it is, is a score based on what we think the effects are. And if you think that our algorithm is, is if you're smart and you're, you think it's BS and you just want to kind of choose a product based on what you want in there, um, all of those cannabinoids and terpenes are listed in, in a pie chart on the site. So you can kind of see yourself what's actually in there as well so we give you the rating and what's in there and a little snippet on why it is so we we tell you the cannabinoids and you know talk a little bit about the entourage effect and how these things kind of might be working together to kind of produce their sedative effect or maybe you have a product with a lot of limonene in it which is associated with kind of an uplifting um focus kind of high, or um, I shouldn't say high, this is a CBD product, mm-hmm. a kind of an uplifting and, and focused kind of feeling. Right. Um, and so th- those type of things kind of go into the product scoring. When talking about CBD products, there's only a few types in a saturated market, like isolated, broad, and full spectrum. And there's limitless options to choose from. It's hard to know where to begin. TheHempJar.com solves this with hemp paste. Hemp paste retains all the phytocannabinoids and preserves terpenes, flavonoids, and canaflavins by not extracting, but by using the whole flower and MCT oil. Super simple and effective. Yeah, this review from Kevin, he says, 
I love hemp paste. They use the whole plant instead of extracting only a part of the good ingredients. Their way of processing gives me all the great ingredients in the hemp plant. When I take it, I feel much more at ease and balanced after. It tastes great, and if you want to really have a health indulge fest, go to the chocolate bar with hemp paste added in. Millie says, love this product over oils. We've tried quite a few, and both me and my husband feel this is absorbed better and we like that it is the whole plant. The processing of the plant leaves a much smaller carbon footprint, which is so important as well. Husband uses it for arthritis in knees and me for occasional anxiety and insomnia. Works well for all of it. Hemp paste from hempjar.com delivers relief and delivers it right to your front door. Give it a try with 10% off any order with code CANNABINERDS10 only at thehempjar.com. Drug testing 101. And I know you're a company that takes other companies' products and sells them and gives them this awesome COA and analytical database in to in which to find what best product suits you. Uh, but going back to drug testing, what can you tell us with anybody taking CBD, hemp, cannabis products that potentially will get tested being like in the, a government job or something like that it's definitely very scary um my, my mom actually does work for a government job um but there are cbd products um if you look at them they're listed full spectrum and there is a legal amount of thc that you can have mm-hmm. so there's certain products that will have very small amounts of thc which most people don't don't know um, and so that's a pretty simple way of you're actually ingesting THC. Um, now, CBD itself um, really won't make you test positive in a legitimate drug test. Now, there are um, poor quality drug tests that use antibodies or certain chemical reactions that are less specific and um, not very good. But most jobs that will do drug testing We'll send you to some someplace called um, LabCorp or Quest Diagnostics, and you'll you know pee in a cup, and they'll actually test it with uh, what's called a mass spec, and they actually you know use that in analytical testing in the, the hemp and cannabis realm too, um, and so you can tell the difference between CBD and THC there, um, and so if your product really is free of THC, you shouldn't test positive for THC. Um, now, certain employers don't care. So maybe the CBD product is listed as isolate and there's a little bit of THC in there and you test positive. They don't care that you test positive for CBD. Now, other employers are different. They, they say if you are using a CBD product, that's fine. It's, it's a legal, you know, it's federally legal product to use. Um, and there is a way of actually telling this. So one of those companies, LabCorp that I mentioned, it's one of the biggest ones in the U.S. Um, here in Tucson, we actually have, I think, like six or eight locations. Um, and so they're, they're basically all over the U.S. And they have a test to give you a THC to CBD ratio. And it's using one of these mass spec machines. Um, and so it essentially come back and, and say, you know, is, is this person testing positive because they have high amounts of THC and low amounts of CBD? Or is there way more CBD than THC? Um, now again, you know, some employers, they don't, they don't care. So you really want to be careful in that regard, but actually here in, in Pima County, which is where Tucson is at, um, the sheriff's office recently said that they're 
cops could use CBD products, but if they tested positive, that they would have to look into, you know, why they tested positive. Is, is this, you know, cop smoking weed or are they using a CBD product to help them with their bum knee? And so now they actually have a way of telling, you know, if this officer does take a drug test and they test positive, they can go and take this test to say, oh, well, he's just using a CBD product to help him with his, his pain or to help him sleep at night. Um, so they so actually tell the difference between the ratios and that determines how much it, it, it just determines if they're smoking weed to get high or taking a, a product for pain relief. Exactly. Yeah. And so it, it's definitely um, a way for some people to um, help themselves. But, um, you know, certain government jobs obviously have no tolerance in that realm. Um, there's other things to watch out for as well. So there's certain reagents and highly acidic environments seem to be able to turn CBD into THC. Now, for all intents and purposes, and in humans, this doesn't happen. You know, they've given people up to 1500 milligrams at one time um, and, you know, taken their blood. And it doesn't seem like CBD is turning to THC at any appreciable levels that um, you can actually detect um, at all. So, the, but the, where the acid would come in is in kind of the analytical side of things. So most companies know not to use certain reagents now to, that will cause this. Um, so you're good to go there, but uh, it's something to keep in mind as well. If, if you do kind of want to f- fight whatever test results you get. So are there many products out there that are, that have zero THC in them? I mean, I've just heard so many stories of these people that are saying it's a CBD isolate, there's no THC, but there is trace amounts. I mean, do you come across many that have literally a zero level of THC in them? Yeah. One of the the biggest brands that we sell that's uh, really big on isolate products is Medterra. And so they're, they're one brand if you really are looking for an isolate product. Um, so one of the the things to keep in mind too is the different quality of these labs. Mm-hmm. So there's something when you send it in called a limit of quantitation and a limit of detection, mm-hmm. which essentially is how low can we go and still test something? How can, how low can we go and, and tell if it's still there? Right. And so, you know, some labs can go lower than others. And we're trying to transition to this lab that goes down to um, 0.001%. Uh, and so the, the legal limit is actually 0.3%. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of labs are about 10 times less than that. So roughly about 0.02 or 0.01%. So, you know, pretty, pretty dang low. These are where you're getting... Um, maybe like, I think 0.1 milligrams, uh, or less than a milligram of THC in an entire 30 milliliter bottle. So you're really, even if it is very low, you're not really going to test positive, but other labs go even lower, 10 times lower. And we have plenty of products that we've tested at this particular lab that goes clear down to 0.001% that don't show any THC, which at that point effectively is not there. I mean, honestly, if you had uh, I'd have to double check. Don't quote me on this exactly, but I think that's in the realm of where safety testing is for things like arsenic and lead and and um, isopropanol and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so pre- pretty low percentage there. We know some teachers and stuff who are really interested, but they're terrified that they could lose their jobs or whatever if they get any level of it. And so I've never known how to steer them because <laughs> I have heard all the other stories of people taking false, like falsely claimed zero THC products. 
I think it's great what True Potency is doing and what you're doing, Austin, over there to create a platform in which people can get the correct information because there's so much misinformation out there specifically regarding the cannabis culture and uh, products that you can get. So I really want to know how can people find out um, True Potency, what they're doing, uh, where can they go to find out information? Where can they find out where you are so they might can they can ask you a question? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so we, we actually do a blog. So I'm the main blog writer. So we type up informational blogs. Um, we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want to find us there. Um, on Facebook, I run a Facebook group where just about every day I try to put up new news articles based around um, hemp, marijuana, cannabis, um, CBD, um, whether it's new science, new legislation coming out, um, interesting um, data or anything like that. Um, but yeah, if you, you can always reach me as well. Um, personally, if you have questions at austin at Um But check out all of our products on truepotency.com and you can see all of the COAs for all the products on their individual pages. Okay, and what's the Facebook group name? Um, so it's called CBD The Real Deal, um, The Science of CBD. Okay. And it's attached to our Facebook page. So if you look at our Facebook page, it's run by the page and it would be under the, the groups for our True Potency page. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. If you can just wrap up everything and give Cannabinerds just the main one point of what you're on about and your mantra of cannabis, what is that? Uh, True Potency is your retailing resource for rigorously tested CBD products. I like it. Yes. So yes, you heard the man. Go to truepotency.com to find all your CBD needs. And especially if you're really going to nerd out and find all the COAs and the lab testing, that's a good source to go to with very reputable sources from this rigorous testing that they provide. Awesome. Well, thanks, Austin. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you, Austin, for joining us today and bestowing your knowledge on us. And thank you for the transparent work you're doing over at True Potency. We really all do appreciate it. You've been listening to Cannabinerds, exploring the world of cannabis. If you enjoy what you're listening to on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, give us a few stars, write a review, and please tell your friends. That really helps us out a lot. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to CannabinerdsPodcast.com. And I'm David, reminding you to stay safe and take care of each other. Thank you for listening. So, as you all know, we are cannabinerds, and that means we absolutely love bringing the cannabis industry to your ears and all of the details that come with that. But we also love your partnership and support. A lot of work goes into creating each episode and keeping it free for everybody. You can support Cannabinerds continuing to do that by becoming a Patreon. Becoming a Patreon for Cannabinerds comes with several perks like ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and even some sweet Cannabinerds t-shirts and hats. To become a Patreon, head over to CannabinerdsPodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button. It's that easy. It's been amazing being a part of Cannabinerds, so we invite you to join us so you can be a Cannabinerd too. 